Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast, episode 171. It is me, your host, Evan, here with my new home defense weapon and the infamous Gabe Montalvo. We are back for a little uh, post-Christmas, pre-New Year's episode. So before we get into it, guys, I just want to remind you once again, as always, please visit our website at EmpireStateConservNetwork.com. There you have links to all of our shows, blogs, merch, all that stuff. Remember, every merchandise sale goes back into spreading the word in New York and helping us fight against leftist tyranny. So we were originally going to have Vicky Palladino on today, but something happened. I'm not going to blame anyone, Gabe. But we had plenty of other things to talk about. Emperor Cuomo is at it again. And as we all know, the, the power grab by leftist government now, you know, just by the government in general, is getting out of control with coronavirus. And now there is a new bill up, up for vote in the New York State General Assembly on January 6th. And this is bill, was it 416? And essentially... What this bill is going to do, and we'll go over it in a little more detail once I get get our initial reactions out of the way. But essentially what this bill allows Emperor Cuomo to do is to declare that if you test positive for coronavirus, you can essentially be, be declared a health risk, okay, enemy of the state, and be taken out of your home and put into, let's call it a happy camp. We'll call it a happy camp. We all know what it really is. It's really an internment camp slash hospital. And they can take you. And for three days, there has there can be no court order. So once you have that positive test, if they determine that you are a health, you know, a health issue, you are now part of the health crisis, they can forcibly remove you from your home. Gabe, it sounds a lot like tyranny to me. What are you thinking? Yeah. Thinking about this. I thought that this was actually a joke when you sent it to me. Being 100% completely honest, I thought these. Oh were no, those, it's real. <laughs> yeah, I thought these were those like you know famous Republican chain messages where it's like on Christmas Eve there's gonna be mass arrests, the National Guard's gonna storm into Congress and like stuff like that. But then I realized that this was actually coming from a from their own website, from the House Legislative here in New York in their website, and the idea that the government will now determine even in the privacy of your own private property of your own home that you are now going to be stripped away they will determine that for you that you'll be taken away from your home from your family from everything that you have built even if what happened to just quarantining if you just quarantine for two weeks on your own self-quarantine you're fine now that's no longer your option what happened to the my body my choice people what happened to democrats constantly saying that it's up to them to do with their lives it's the governor's choice now right ironically they take a more libertarian stance on that, but until it comes to what it makes them feel better about. And it's all good until it happens to them. So long as it happens to other people, it doesn't matter how many bad things happen to other people, they have the moral high ground until it happens to them. That's when they start to become a little bit more of a conservative. And that's when it's already too late because it already was that slap in the face, that punch in the face. You have people proposing in the New York State Legislature for mandatory vaccinations and now for the forcible removal from your home at the discretion of the government without any say where's the due process where is our country where's the constitution it's all fear-based so remember it's as long as it saves one life right your rights don't matter as long as it you know as long as it saves one person from covid and 
the left is full. We always talk about this every single time and they show it constantly. The left is full of hypocrisy, right? It's fine to murder babies in the womb. That's all fine. But if you want to own a gun for home protection, you are literally killing children inside of classrooms. Like that is, that is what they do. It's again, killing babies, fine, stripping rights, closing every business, you know, increasing domestic violence, increasing suicide is fine. But you know, if you don't wear a mask on a subway, we're going to jump you. Like it, it's, it's insane. And this literally says, I'm reading it from the bill, from the bill. Okay. Contact or carrier or suspected case contact or carrier of a contagious disease that in the opinion of the governor, in the opinion of our illustrious Emperor Cuomo, who has destroyed this state year after year, people are fleeing in mass numbers. It is an, to his opinion, if you pose an imminent and significant threat to the public health. Mm. So if I'm in my own home, he can decide, oh, I heard you tested positive. You know what? Um, let's look at your social media. Oh, you were out at the store the other day. Oh, you were going hanging out with friends. You know what? Time for you to go into a camp. Or how about this? You were at a rally. You were wanting to open the country again. That's what you wanted to do. You showed up to go to work. I don't think that's what we do here in, the, in New York State. And it's really, really scary that these are ideas that are coming, not from a bipartisan government here in New York State, but from the left. Now, I'll go on record and say I encourage any and everyone that sees a contract, uh, contact tracing booklet or people wherever you go, whether it's a restaurant, overseas or anything, and I'll, and I'll take whatever flack for saying this, I encourage you to put a fake name and misinformation at this point. I would rather that happen and you feel, get the sniffles at home and stay in your home than someone telling you you do not have a right to be in your home at this point because it's not right on any level. It's not that the government can impose what they believe to be better for me and over me and just decide to do whatever it wants to me. That is not right. And I just don't, I, I don't want to see the next steps that they want to take because this is something that you had liberals saying we're anti-establishment, screw the government. What happened to all of this? And now it's like, they are full the pro-establishment, dude. You have the ideas of every single major corporation, media figure, politician uh, the majority of the of the house which is which are democrats you have them telling you all what to think and, and you're a part of it and they're a part of it because they're agreeing with this message they're sharing this message and what happens how are you anti-establishment when you are doing their bidding they want this stuff like stuff like this to pass they want to be able to have the ability to take you from your home and i keep repeating from your home doesn't matter if you rent it or own it because that is the reality of which we've come. Hopefully it sets in with a couple of people. And what are you expected to do? If you fight back, what does that make you? A criminal? We don't know that. It's uncertain. You can't just protest and sit home. How are you, will they forcibly remove you? Will police enforce this? God forbid this comes to pass. There's a lot of unopened questions here. And this is just the beginning. But it's important to highlight this, these questions now. No, this, and this thing is, it's completely ridiculous. Because now I'm reading it again, right? So sometimes you miss it the first time. It says you can identify the person by their name, but also or by a reasonably specific description of the individuals or grouped being detained. <laughs> so, 
Oh, they were wearing a Trump shirt. Oh, that's the person. It's a it's a it's a white male wearing a red red MAGA hat and a black shirt. It could be anything. These things are purposefully vague, and it's not supposed to be vague. First of all, every law that is put on the books is supposed to be extremely specific so that they can't abuse their power. If you look at um, the penal code, it's very specific. Things for like assault, assault three, different levels of assault. It's extremely specific. This is purposely vague. That's a problem because that allows the government to do what they want with this because they go, oh, look, no, no, no. It said description. So, you know, we were fine. You can't, you know, you can't push back against this. You can't sue us. You can't fight back in court because, look, we followed the law and this was put in by the legislature. Again, this is not an executive order. This is law allowing the governor to act as a tyrant. That's literally what this is doing. They are purposely giving Cuomo the power to act as a tyrant. And I guarantee you, I would put all the money that I have in the entire world on this, that Cuomo came up with this and gave it to one of the legislators and said, I want you to put this dude on the floor. I mm -hmm. guarantee you, because this guy is constantly, is a money, is a power hungry, just gun grabbing piece of garbage. And this is not going to be their last step. If this passes, they're not going to use this just for COVID. They no. can use this for the flu. They can use it for any communicable disease. And look what, and quick segue into it. Look what, look, look what Joe Biden, right, is planning on doing when he gets into office. Gun violence is a national health crisis. So you don't think that Cuomo is going to use that national health crisis to detain people? Oh, you're a gun owner. We saw you went through three background checks uh, in the last month for guns. Oh, you know, gun violence is a national health problem. We're detaining you and taking all your guns. You don't think they're going to try that? It's ridiculous. Next, they're coming from my, you know, my twisted T. It's like the whole thing's ridiculous. They they never stop. And this is why I can't stand people when they're like, oh, you know, you don't care about people dying of COVID. No, no, I do. But guess what? COVID will go away one day. But the government overreach will not go away unless we push back. That's the problem is the effects that these lockdowns have had, the effects on the economy, the effects on our civil liberties. Those things will not go away without a fight. And I would argue that we're more virtuous. Eventually, I will die. Could be tomorrow. Could be in 60 years. I could very, I could live a very long and fruitful life or a very short one. But our arguments aren't just for our sake. Our arguments is to ensure that the next generation of Americans, of people that live in this country, reside in this country, have the freedoms and the same rights that we had while we were still alive. And it wasn't it Reagan that said... Um, Something I can't believe it was such a good quote, but freedom, is uh, freedom, liberty is not genetic. It's not passed down through the blood. It has to be fought for in every generation. Yeah. And that that's we, the that, paraphrase of it. Right. And that every generation uh, we go closer to losing it. And we have a lot of people that don't understand this point. Your rights, just because everyone has equal rights. You don't matter more than I do. You know, theoretically, uh, on paper, by law. Uh, other people might have a different uh, have different issues with that. I matter more than everybody <laughs> because you're the host. Yes, exactly. But with that being said, now we have uh, now we have people that are wanting the ability for Cuomo to do this. We will eventually have people say that it is a good thing. And I give you an example. Uh, a lot of people are are a fan of the show Black Mirror. And there they had the, the social points, the social value score. You have to smile. You have to act within society how they want you to. If not, they will lower your rating. And the lower your rating is, 
the less resources you have available to you, like having a good job, uh, you know, a nice place to rent or buy a home, even send your kids to school. And this is actually something that we see happening in communist China. Now, my one of my professors in uh, in college, uh, I was speaking to this about her, and she's a scientist. And I said, oh, it's crazy, right? And they want to put like 20 million cameras to, to regulate the Chinese people. And she said, yeah, but they seem to love it. Because if they speak out against it, they get disappeared. Precisely. But she said, maybe we should do that stuff here. And I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. Why would you want that here? Well, maybe we'll be a happier place. I'm like, wait a second, do you not? And that combined with the fact that de Blasio was encouraging people to call the police for not wearing a mask, for not social distancing. It's becoming a, a it's becoming the state versus people. People who actually don't want to live underneath that. And I can't imagine why anyone would like to. It's not something that's a fringe conspiracy anymore. Oh, it's the crazy Republicans that are living up in the hills of Virginia, uh, you know, with their uh, guns forming militias. It's no longer that. It's just everyday people that are are thinking like, you know what, this doesn't sit well with me. It's indicative of what uh, or reminds me of what uh, Russia did when they were the Soviet Union. Stalin would personally sign off on people who he would send to the gulags or would be taken away by the KGB or be sent or to death, sentenced to death. He would personally write off on them because people would play telephone and call in their next door neighbor. I heard they're not, a, I heard they're not one of us. They're not a comrade. We already had a taste of that at the start of this pandemic. What's to say that it won't continue? And it, oh, 100% will continue because it's, and it's all fear-based and it's all based on virtue signaling. So we had this issue, right, with the schools. They wanted to close the schools. And then they found out that people weren't really getting it from the schools. One, because asymptomatic spread is complete BS. This, this disease requires a vehicle, meaning saliva, meaning mucus, meaning something like that. It is not in the air. Just by me breathing, right, there is not COVID all over my studio right now. That's not the way it works. If I breathe up into the air, it's not spewing COVID. Even if I had it and it was asymptomatic. If I'm coughing, if I'm sneezing, if I'm spitting on things, if I'm touching my mouth, then yes, then I can spread it even if I'm asymptomatic because it is inside that mucous membrane inside the saliva. Wash your damn hands. If you're feeling sick, stay home. But it got beyond that because they lied to everyone. They told people it was airborne. So now there's this whole thing with the air conditioners need this very specific filter and the air conditioners are spreading COVID, which is a lie because it's not in the air. So we have people who go, oh, well, no, people are getting at schools. My niece got it at school. Okay, so your niece is the one person out of like 100,000 to get COVID from school because 99.9 whatever percent of people are not getting in school. Same thing with indoor dining. Oh, they did contact tracing and they found out that it came from that one restaurant. Okay, 1.7% of cases are coming from indoor dining. 1.7%. So just because one person got the sickness from indoor dining doesn't mean indoor dining is a problem. Just because one person got it from school doesn't mean school is the problem. And it's a reaction to everything. Well, Evan, is that actual indoor dining or is that outdoor dining indoors? It's indoor, outdoor, outdoor dining. Right. Okay. (laughs) These rules have become, and we. I feel like I feel like we should uh, we should break up this show into like two eras, pre-COVID and COVID, oh, because God. somehow, and and we have to be honest here because it's become so integrated in our society. What are the things that you hear constantly hammered into your head? Social distancing, COVID nineteen, 
you know, it's it mainly just social distancing, uh, you know, stop the spread. These are things that you've been hearing for now almost a year. This has been our life for almost a year at this point. We look 15 at the days to stop the spread going on 10 months. Well, we have, we've had so many people say that, you know, so many people remember we were clapping for, for first responders and, and uh, you know, uh, those working in the hospitals, which was a nice thing. And then we saw them all, you know, dancing. Meanwhile, the pandemic was at its worst height where hospitals around the country were shut down and you couldn't find, but we were still making those good old TikTok videos. It's like, None of this from the start made sense. And we all abided by it, I think, especially being in New York City, seeing people, seeing a ghost town. I live right, I live right near a huge mall center, shopping centers. And these are the same people that will say, don't you dare have Christmas with your family, Thanksgiving or New Year's. How dare you? But instead, let's all go to the mall. I have yet to see any mall in particular that has that has a limit to how many people can wait inside the mall and how many people actually enforce the six feet or how many people do the contract uh, contact tracing. By standards, the Whitestone Republican Club Christmas party and the New York uh, Young Republican Gala had more requirements and restrictions on uh, by abiding by COVID regulation than major shopping centers do currently, which host thousands of people a day. And you guys, uh, and you guys followed the restrictions. They were all done within within the proper guidelines. Mm-hmm. And you still got hate. Why? Because it's a Republican event. It's always been hypocrisy. It's been hypocrisy from day one. Close all small businesses. Walmart can be open. Target can be open. Liquor stores can be open. But you know you can't buy. You can't get a firearm or ammunition. That COVID happens when you go to buy a gun, but not when you go in the liquor store. Yeah, Governor Whitmer. What did she do? She said you couldn't buy American flags. You couldn't buy certain things. You couldn't buy seeds. She said you couldn't buy seeds. Good thing we had Farmer Tech to tell us how to actually, uh, you know. That's true. I miss miss Tech. As do I. I texted him earlier today. He still didn't get back to me. He's got like seven kids though. So, I mean, he's busy. That's fine. This is the hypocrisy that we see every day. And we're just here to document to them. And I'm partially glad, you know. That uh, that this show is uh, is you know it's stored on several different media platforms for now, uh, where maybe one day people will look back when they when you know we make uh, our own network. <laughs> you know, but you know, what's so frustrating though. Mm. So we've been doing this pod. Oh, I've been doing this podcast for over two years now. Gabe's been a, a co-host for about eight months now. Nah, six. seven months. Six. I was a reoccurring six. guest for two. Okay, Gabe, Gabe has been consistently on the show for about eight months now. I've been saying, don't let fear take your freedom since day one. And the American people have not been listening. You guys have done the exact opposite, especially in New York. They have allowed fear to take almost all of our freedom away. The fear of COVID, all of this stuff, we allowed ourselves to be locked down. We allowed ourselves to be pushed into mask mandates, into creating a mob mentality, into creating this culture where if you don't believe the masks work, not even that if you don't want to wear one. If you don't believe that they do everything to save everybody, you're a bad person. If you want to open your business, you're a bad person. And all of that is done out of fear. It's done out of fear of a disease that you have over a 99.8% chance of surviving if you're under the age of 60. Well, the whole thing's ridiculous. Well, remember, 
you weren't allowed to go to a bar and only have alcohol because you needed nutritious meals with your to build up your immune system to fight off that COVID. But chicken bar. wings didn't count. But chicken wings didn't count. Buffalo right, wings didn't count. Didn't count. So, That's not food. Right. According to our retarded governor. I'm sorry I just said retarded, but I had to. It just It's the only but, way that fits. But children who we knew could not were not carriers were not flea bags you know that just gave it to everyone we knew that from the beginning you shut down the schools but when you open them they go have one meal for lunch and that's in and for an eight hour day they only have one meal that's only one nutritious meal by their own logic of opening and closing schools because one or two kids sadly have it contracted they will open and close and still yet, but they won't even abide by their own nutritious meal guidelines. I know they're not drinking alcohol at school, but at the same you time. You don't know that. You've never well, been to my school. Well, right. Yeah, I'm sure the staff is hammered. <laughs> but with that being said, this doesn't, like, why don't we, why don't we just limit, why don't we limit malls? Why don't we do any of that stuff that really shows the nitty gritty of how things should be taken so seriously. This is to be taken seriously. We should be abiding everything to a T, but that's not what happens. I don't think that, I think that people should have the ability to shop. I really do. I think it's their right, you know, whatever. I think that people should be able to go see their families. But if we're going to just try and ruin some people's lives, might as well just take the ship down with everyone. If we, you know, maybe then people start to wake up to this if we all start eating it together. Well, this narrative by the left that's been pushed lately is if it saves one life, right? If banning all guns just saves one life. If locking down the entire country saves one life. Not having an abortion saves one life. That's true. But it's last year before COVID, we lost over 80,000 people to the flu. Well, the year before. Why, you know, where was the one life motive then? It's all, it's all garbage. The whole thing is virtue signaling. It's all nonsense. It's because your disease or this disease is now in the news. Remember when HIV and AIDS was, you know, back in the eights when that. Well, now no one cares about AIDS, right? They're now, they're, they're getting rid of the crime of knowingly spreading AIDS. But if you have, you know, six people in your home for a family gathering, they're going to send you to jail. And that's the thing. It's because it's in the news currently. What happened before when, when AIDS first uh, came to the front, to the fray, everyone started like, oh my God, don't like, you don't talk to a homosexual. If you do, you're, you know, you'll contract AIDS. Don't, don't shake their hand. You'll contract AIDS. And then it's, uh, you know, the news got tired of it. All right. Well, we found it's a little bit more treatable and, you know, not everyone's getting it and it's not worth talking about anymore. God forbid anyone who does have HIV or AIDS, it's a horrible disease. I hope no people don't have to go through that, but now that's the same thing with coronavirus. If you tell, if you go to a person and say, and say, "Hey, I have AIDS," they're gonna be like, "Ben, I'm sorry, that sucks. I, I really hope you're okay. Let me know if you need anything." Hey, I have coronavirus. I have COVID. Oh my God, stay away! Don't touch me. Go away. That's the level that we're driving. That, that the media and people have been driving this to be so fearful of. I belong to a uh, a a neighborhood group. I'm not gonna say which one, uh, but there's a famous avenue there that they want to make open streets. Now that particular part uh, of the, the particular neighborhood has a very dense population, and they say that they want to make it open streets because it's nice. It makes them feel good to go out and have a walk and have their children play, and they have like little reading clubs, like circles, areas, or just recreational activities. And and they like they and they never want to open the street back up. And a lot of them are Democrats and liberals, and it's fun to see them like you know argue their point. And I said, well, 
you guys can just take another street. And I say, well, you guys can just go to a park. You guys were yelling at other people for not wearing a mask for coronavirus, but yet you're all gaggling onto an avenue. It's a big avenue. It's open streets. You know, you, it's open air. Sure. But your rules don't make sense if you're all gaggling in one area. Meanwhile, we can't gaggle in another area without, you know, without masks or in the open air. And they said, well, it's it just because it inconveniences a couple of people, you know, shouldn't it have to, you know, it, 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 it doesn't have to inconvenience me. And I said, well, whose inconvenience matters more? It's a, if it's a question of morality, who, if we're all equal people, who deserves to be treated unfairly? But they don't think we're equal people, Gabe. They think that they're better than everyone. They think that they're more important. That's why their fear is more important than you or my freedom. Their fear is the most important thing. They did this with the I'm offended, right? I'm offended. No one gives a crap that you're offended. Okay, you're offended. Go be offended over there. I'm going to stand over here and say what I want. That's the way it should work. But they Every started with the offense, and now it's about the fear. If I'm afraid, so my thing works. I've told every single one of my family, I'm I'm not sick. I have no symptoms. I'm not wearing a mask in the house. If you want to come over and sit on the deck, I'm not wearing a mask on the deck. If that's a problem for you, stay home. I'm not doing it. If you're too afraid to come sit, we can sit six feet apart. I'm fine with that. We don't have to sit next to each other if you're that worried about it. But I'm not wearing a mask mm -hmm. because I'm not sick. And I'm not afraid. If you're afraid, good for you. Stay home. Your fear does not impact my life. That's what people have forgotten. Because you are afraid, it does not make you right. And they started this with the I'm offended and they let it grow and no one pushed back enough. And this is what happens. It's the same thing. We've seen it over and over again with everything, right? We saw it with gay rights. Gay marriage. Awesome. Great. You want to be gay and get married? Don't care. Now they need something else. Oh, now it's trans, right? Now you have to allow men who think they're women into women's bathrooms. And then it becomes, you have to let men who think they're women into women's sports. It never stops. You have to draw the line in the sand. We've seen it with gun rights. Oh, we're banning fully auto. Now we're banning high capacity magazines. Now we're banning certain types of guns because we don't like the way their features look. There's always something else. And we have to draw that line and not allow them to step over it. And this is the issue. Whenever a person has a dissenting opinion, you risk offending them. So a Democrat or a liberal or a leftist can say whatever it is they want, and I can claim offense, but no one's going to listen to me because I don't count in their eyes because I'm just the worst person. But in essence, you, you risk are offending person, somebody yeah. else. Thank you. <laughs> it's what makes the show great. I know, right? So, so in risk, in risking people's being people being offended it's no it's never an even playing field it's always what i want it's never a compromise it's my way or the highway and this has just blown it out of this has blown it to the forefront it's where now you have to do everything by their playbook but they don't have to do anything this is why i said to the new york post there is no reason why we're not able to have political speech sitting down and acting civilized instead of burning down cities in the thousands you know with thousands of people that shouldn't have to be that shouldn't have to be up for debate but yet here we are and it's strictly political people say don't people told me don't make this virus political i said it became political when we had thousands of people protesting a an accepted narrative an accepted opinion while others were called out for being radicals and racists it's racist to want to go back to work they politicize everything they literally put the left politicizes every single thing 
And they do this while I've said it a million times. So if you're just tuning in now for the first time, congratulations, you get to hear me say it. The left wants the government to be a tool for their selective tyranny. They want to force everyone to live how they want them to live. It's not about freedom. It's about enforcing their agenda. It's not live and let live. Okay. It's not the hippies live and let live. Everyone gets to do their own thing. It's you have to accept everything that I'm telling you. That's how they operate. That's how big government parties operate. Hey. Well, let's also look at uh, briefly. I would like to just uh, use an example of uh, the stimulus package that's that's uh, you know being pushed through. No reason why you should have a over 5,000 page document show up at the wee hours of the night into the morning, wee hours of the morning, having to vote on it only in a few hours. You'd have and then to they vote, vote yes! Page in an hour. Did they vote yes? They the thing could have literally said... $600. Dude, the thing literally could have said, if you are a member of Congress and you vote yes on this, you are going to be executed in the public square. And because they can't read it, they would sign. It's literally, it's the Apple, it's the Apple terms of, terms of uh, use thing. Remember the South Park episode? Oh, no one, we're not going to read it. And now, okay, we can kidnap you and sew your ass to someone else's butt or mouth and then make you into a human centipede. They could put anything in there. If you don't read it, you don't know what's in there. That is true. But we saw millions of dollars go and billions of dollars go Dude, everywhere. $10 million to Pakistan for gender programs? What? Well, in hindsight, we did say to those blue-haired and whatever, you know, whatever hair-colored feminists out there. No hair fix, now. Now they're all just shaving their heads. Yeah, that's true. Go fix, uh, go fix, uh, go fix and fight for women's rights and gender rights in other countries. And then, yeah, so literally go, get up, leave and go to those other countries. Listen, I have a cousin who's a giant liberal. She literally went to South America to help, help people in South America. I'm like, good, go ahead. If you believe that you don't need to fight for women's rights in America. Spoiler alert, they have equal protection under the law. They have all the rights that everyone else does. Same thing for African-American rights. Everyone has equal protection, right? We all have the same rights. If you want to fight for women's rights, go to countries where women are actually oppressed and help them. I am all for doing that. But that doesn't mean that my tax dollars, when you are shutting down my economy and shutting down all these businesses, that my tax dollars should be going to other countries for that. That It shouldn't be doing that. You have organizations that do that. My money shouldn't go to it. It's the same thing. You, I'm very libertarian on a lot of things. If you want to kill your baby, that is, you make peace with God. If I, the second I'm paying for it, now I get a say in it. If my tax dollars are going to fund your abortion, I'm sorry, now I get a say in it. I don't care who you are. And a lot of people, listen, a lot of people don't have that view, and that's fine. I, I fully support all of our pro-life, 100% pro-life brothers and sisters. And personally, I am pro-life. I've never want one of my children killed. But I'm a type of person who's not going to go stand in someone's house and go, this is how you have to live your life. That's the difference. And also, same thing with guns, right? I want to own as many guns as I want. You don't want to own a gun? Fine. Don't own a gun. That's up to you. Go ahead. You don't have to do it. You could do, what you do whatever you want with that. And we see what's left for us. $600. Now they're voting to make it to two. Either yeah, but McConnell blocks the vote because McConnell has shown him again. They've all shown their true colors. That's what this has done. So regardless of what happens on the sixth, we have seen Mitch McConnell's true colors. And we should have known this before because he's been in the swamp forever. And we saw Lindsey Graham with his nonsense. 
the, these people have shown their true colors because they thought Trump was on his way out or they're planning for Trump to be on his way out. And they, they showed their hand too early. And this is, and this is why I made the comment of the idea of how populist we have become. We have reached a point where we put people on pillars. We idolize them. I know, ironic. I have a portrait of the president up there behind me. Um, and there we go. We have. A <laughs> I'm actually looking for that one. I'm actually looking for that one. Uh, it's expensive, though. Uh, but anyways, we, we put people on a pedestal. And now, if they don't agree with Trump, and if they don't agree with what we believe to be correct on the right, you know, speaking specifically on the right, as we elevate them so high that if they don't say one thing that we agree with, knock them off. We can't question it. We just know that they're against us automatically, 100%. And that, that isn't to say that there aren't people in uh, the country, uh, you know, that are against us fundamentally in the Republican Party or in the conservative party. They're rhinos. That's what we call them. That's what they are. But at the same time, it's wrong that we put our trust and our faith and our energy towards people, one or two or a select group of people, to be able to fix this country's problems and support Donald Trump. We knew going in that this was a political outsider. And it's also our fault that not many of us, and this is why I always say Republicans, we show out in force every four years, but not in the midterms, not in the locals, as much as we need to. And then we rest our faith in some other people. And what happens? When we lose, what happened? If only if only Lindsey Graham didn't fist bump Kamala Harris on the Senate floor, we would have won. Instead of nitpick, nitpicking and exaggerating situations, go out there and become a county committee member. I did it. I was there knocking, and I was 19 years old, knocking on doors. No, 20, sorry. I was 20 years old, knocking on doors uh, without a car, going throughout different parts of Queens in the winter, freezing weather, trying to change my community and in actually engage with the community. And this isn't necessarily me patting myself on the back, but it's saying that, hey, if I can do it, and I'm not you know, the smartest person in the world, I just happen to talk a lot. If I'm able to do it, then I'm sure that there are other people who know a lot more than I do that might be able to bring some uh, a lot of change. And I, listen, that, that's just my, my two cents on it. And with this whole idea of the COVID relief bill, when Trump said, hey, let's give him 2,000, Take this other stuff out. Let's give them 2000 Both were like, yeah, we'll keep it. But then the media spun it again. They said, oh, Trump's saying no to your $600 stimulus. It, they made him look like the Grinch who stole Christmas without actually showing that or saying that he wanted to give $2,000. They wanted to spend more time saying that he was taking away your money than saying that he was fighting for more, for you to get more money. Whether we agree on stimulus checks or not, that's at the end of the day, that's what Trump was doing. So I think for a lot of the people who are suffering right now, they say, you know what? I could use that right now, whether yeah. we agree on it fundamentally or not. And the media did not cover that correctly. Now, when it comes to the defense spending bill, look at how much money was going towards the military industrial complex. He wants to start a war. Trump, the more warmonger, he doesn't go for the defense bill. What happens? Oh my God, Trump is defunding the military. He doesn't support our troops. Well, we went, over, we went over this last week when you weren't here and Imani was here that it's Republicans can do no right and Democrats can do no wrong. And I will always tell everybody, do not tie your ship too closely to anybody because anyone who's been in Washington for the last 20 years is most likely a swamp monster. They are most likely a second that Trump is out of office, whether it's now or whether it's in four years, whatever happens on the 6th, we will find out. 
But whenever he is out, all of these swamp monsters are going to go right back to doing what they were doing. They are. And people like Lindsey Graham and people like Mitch McConnell will go back to doing what they were doing before. But yes, you cannot just let somebody go because of one thing. Everyone way got on Dan Crenshaw because of red flag laws. Listen, I don't like red flag laws. I think they're absolutely ridiculous. And they're an absolute infringement on not only the Second Amendment, but on your right of due process. But I'm not going to be like, Dan Crenshaw is a turncoat. He should be hung in the public square. Yeah. No. No, no, it's the same thing with Trump. Trump's a, Trump is a guy who does everything based on kind of public opinion. People were calling for more you know, ways to protect people from gun violence. Red flag laws came up. Oh, it sounds like a good idea without really thinking about the long term effects. Should I would I was I not going to vote for President Trump simply because of the bump stock ban and the red flag laws? No, because I'd rather have him in office and then we can discuss these things that are terrible and we need to get rid of as opposed to Joe Biden, who is essentially going to try and take your guns by declaring gun violence a national health crisis. And then they'll take you eventually in New York State. They'll just take you away from your home. And as this year is coming to a close, and as all of the wonderful little boys and girls of the world rest their heads after Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and, you know, New Year's, and they wake up, and we wake up to read that now China has been the most successful country in the gosh darn world to have profited the most during this time. Without a vaccine, now that we have a vaccine, it might not be effective. You still could be a carrier. Now that we have a vaccine, a new strand just comes out during the Brexit vote in the UK. All of this is happening, and it's all very coincidental. Let's say it's a coincidence so that we're not labeled as conspiracy, as conspiracy theorists by big tech. Let's say that this is all just one giant coincidence. But the same people who released this upon the world are now being the, are the most successful people in the world. And I'm, saying, and I'm not saying the average Chinese citizen. Not to be, not to be the Chinese government because they basically control everything. Yes, the Chinese Communist Party. These disgusting individuals locked people, welded them literally into their homes. Without they dragged them out of the houses and put them into vans. Yeah, this is literally Stalinist and Nazi tactics. You're going in, you're locking people in the homes, or dragging them out of their homes against their will. That's literally, and again, to circle around to this bill, that's what this bill is. The left always loves to talk about how the right are Nazis. The left employs every Nazi, socialist, fascist tactic in the book every time. Literally. Every time. This is literally the government saying for no reason they can go in and take you out of your home. Before before it was the BLM sign or the uh, Black Panther sign or the Black Pride sign, it was the socialist fist, the communist fist, the fist of communism to, to rain down on the on the bourgeoisie it's not a coincidence that they adopted it the black panther party wasn't they weren't they communists yeah they know they, they certainly had uh, marxist uh, communal ideology uh within it all and that's a whole different uh, topic but blm they've said that they're trained marxists these, these, these people never go away we are fighting the same enemy that we've been fighting for 50 years the new york city department of education the New York City, sorry, the New York City Teachers Union says that they have now adopted the resolution of Black Lives Matter uh, when it comes to the nuclear family and that the 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 village, the village mentality shall raise your kids. And oh, that's worked so well. It's worked so well for the black community over the last 60 years. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Right. And this is exactly what we've seen. This is the, everything that we've listed here in, in this now close to 40 minutes has been the redundancy, has been the hypocrisy that we've seen for the past year. And this is what we should tell them. 
a year, a COVID year in review, something like that. Give a nice title of it uh, when we post it up there. But we've literally gone from the beginning to the end of what's, well, what's been said. And guess what? Let's add some more. Let's add some more hypocrisy to it. What did we say every single time? Excuse me. What happened every single time that, uh, you know, COVID numbers uh, would go up? Not only that we had to, you know, stay indoors and lock people in, but now that the cold and the flu numbers are going down, what do people say? Oh, well, it's because we're wearing masks and social distancing and good hygiene. But the COVID so numbers why, aren't going down. Right. So then why are coronavirus numbers going up? Why is it that in New York City, I can go in, test positive to, uh, for COVID, asymptomatic or not. I go in a few days later. I can go in until it leaves and I can test positive five times, 10 times, 15 times, and that'll count as 15 new cases in New York City. But if I test negative once, it's only one time that I'm negative for. Doesn't matter how many tests I take that come back negative. And that's how things are happening. And that's the, that is the, uh, what is the magician behind the curtain, the, the, the Oz behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz. That's what you see when, when um, what's her name with Toto? I remember the dog's name. Dorothy. Dorothy. Dorothy, there we go. Gabe, you're supposed to be whitewashed. How do you know about the not know about the Wizard of Oz? Come on, man. Yeah, so I did. Such a bad, you're such a bad white person. You're gonna have to go back to being Hispanic. Yeah, you're, you know, I, I'll take that because I have some coquita waiting for me after this show. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sorry, I I missed the last J Crew meeting. Meeting at J Crew. I love J Crew. They got some great clothes. Um, no, but this is what but this is everything, right? It's everything, and I'm pr- and. I'm not going to get too deep into like conspiracies or anything, but I'm pretty sure there's some funny stuff going on with those positive tests because I know a lot of people who have come in like almost no contact with someone. One person in the family will test positive or two people and other people in the household will continue to test negative nonstop, mm-hmm. like constantly. And these people like share rooms or they share, you know, they're always together and mm-hmm. one person will co- constantly test negative. So um, there's, a, there's some funny stuff going on, I think, with these tests. I don't think all these positive tests are really positive. I feel like they're inflating numbers. But they're doing the same thing with the it's, with that's been it's died with COVID, but it just gets listed as a COVID death. Right. Well, remember, the majority of the people who have died from COVID, sorry, who have contracted, not died, the majority of people who have contracted COVID uh, were ones who did everything with the masks and the, the gloves. and the Because they're touching their face with the mask. The masks don't help. The masks make it more likely for you to get COVID because you are touching your face to adjust the mask. You are touching your face to, well, first of all, no one's changing their mask. People who wear this one mask for the whole day, you are touching it on and off as you go in and out of stores. Guess what? If you touch something with COVID and then you touch the mask and then you put the mask back on your face, you just infected yourself. Yeah, no. My favorite is are the people who wear gloves constantly and never switch out the, the you know the medical gloves. Well, I wore um, gloves, but I changed them every time I got in and out of the store. So if I left the store, I threw out the gloves. If I did the gas, I threw out the glove. Same thing with the mask. If you're going to wear a mask, you cannot touch the mask, and the second you touch it, you need to throw it away. There we go. See, and that's what we did. I, I love how we were able. We successfully covered the hypocrisy of the of what's happened just pretty much everything every every guideline we kind of dispelled here as what's happened versus uh the reality of it what what's expected of us versus what's really happening uh for the past close to year now 2020 in review and uh, what a great way perfect uh, in perfect 2020 fashion to end it with in a few days the new york state assembly will vote to see if they have the right to take you from your home. I recommend everyone 
and Evan, I think we, we could, we'd be able to put this link somewhere in our social media accounts, especially on Facebook, uh, to spread awareness, you know, watch this, spread awareness, take clips from this episode where we, where we dive into it and clip other things too. share this with people who need to hear this. doesn't matter if we're called the Empire State Conservatives. At this point, we're just the Empire State Patriots and a Patriot doesn't have any conservative liberally. It's someone who just wants to be able to survive the government till the next day. At this point, we're, we're, we're fighting for hourly. We're fighting for hourly at this point. Yeah, and it really just comes down to freedom at this point. I don't care if you're socially liberal, if you're fiscally conservative. I really don't care at this point. We need to be united against the government. And the problem is that too many people are sheep and they're just going to keep going with it. You scare the sheep, they'll do whatever the hell you want. And at some point, the people who aren't afraid, we have to stand up, we have to speak louder. And we, we, can't, we can't just keep taking it, taking it in stride because every time we take something in stride, we lose. It happened with education. We lost the education system. Look where education's at now. It happened with gun rights. Look where our gun rights are now. It's happened with every single thing in society. The time to push back is was it's not even now. The time to push back was 10 years ago. Now is the time we have to draw a line in the sand. Yes, 100%. And if you think that any of this sounds familiar as to what's happening, it's because it has happened in history. Look at any KGB operative that has been captured by the United States and where they give interviews or anyone that's just after, you know, the Soviet Union fell and they just came out, any high level uh, operative in the Soviet Union that said, hey, uh, this is how we thought to destroy you. The Soviet Union never intended uh, to have to, to start the Cold War by them sending a nuke over to the United States, well, aside from the Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, but even then, it was still Cuba that was going to be launching. Anyways, the idea was to never have a, a large-scale war because they knew how, how costly and how, how destructive it would be. It would be to destroy the country from the inside. It was never going to be Red Dawn. It was always going right. to be 1984 V for Vendetta. And it's amazing right. that all the, like, the leftists who love things like The Matrix and all these movies and uh, was it The Hunger Games about yeah, trying government? Exactly. They always vote for more government. Every single movie and book that you read is all about tyrannical government doing the wrong thing and fighting back against tyrannical government. And what do you do? You vote for tyrannical government. People are so, they're dumb, Gabe. They are dumb. Yeah, at this point, uh, you know. I'm representing the Hunger Games on the podcast. That's where the point that we've gotten to. I am me, Evan, and referencing the Hunger Games. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least we haven't gotten to like Twilight or The Fault in Our Stars yet, you know. All right, Gabe, you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be back. (laughs) But no, it it really is. It's really ridiculous. And just to sum it up kind of a little bit, people, you have to wake up. And if you have friends, family that you can wake up, just plant the seed. You don't have to fight with them about it. Plant the seed. That's all you have to do. That's what I've done. And I've woken up a good amount of people. Just by kind of just saying, every time they say something, they go, you know what? That's kind of not the way it is. Look this up. Look that up if you want. And they're either going to do it or they won't. And they'll either wake up or they won't. But you cannot force it. That's the problem. Politics, they always tell you, don't talk about politics, religion, and music. Why? Because you're never going to change somebody's mind. You will never do it by force. If you plant that seed and go, listen, just listen to these guys. Listen to Empire State Conservatives. Listen to Gavin Wax. Listen to Ben Shapiro. Listen to Stephen Crowder. Listen to these people. And, you know, just listen. And if you don't agree, you don't agree. If you hear something that sounds right, look it up. You know, read Thomas or read different people. Figure out what's really going on instead of just accepting everything that's being handed to you. Because if you just accept everything that's being handed to you, when things go the other way, you're going to be very, very upset. 
Oh yeah, no, I agree 100%. And I think that's a great way to, to end it because I'd just be rambling at this point if I were to go after that wonderful segment that you just said. Yeah, that, that's a good place to end it. So Gabe, why don't you tell people where they can find more about you online? Because we still have tw- 13 minutes, so just enough time for you to get in all your uh, social media handles. Thank you. So you can find me on Twitter at Baron underscore Montalvo, B-A-R-O-N, uh, at Twitter, uh, on Instagram at Baron.Montalvo, uh, on the pages tab of the Facebook search bar, Gabriel E. Montalvo. Uh, and I think that's it. If you support the Hispanic conservative uh, movement, please, sh- and you're in New York, please check out uh, uh, RNHA New York on all major social media platforms, reach out to us there, reach out to me. Uh, and if you're a young Republican in New York, please make sure to check out nyyrc.com and type that in on all social media platforms and send messages there uh, if you want to meet some great like-minded young freedom fighters. All right, guys, and make sure I'm going to say this before we get into our handles. If you have not checked it out, make sure you check out my episode with Gavin Wax on the Waxcast podcast. He's doing a lot of great things over there. Dude's already at like like 18 episodes. It's ridiculous. He's like a machine, but he's a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, make sure you check him out, Waxcast podcast. But make sure you visit our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Empire State Conservatives, on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, and Parlor at Empire State conservatives and on youtube empire state conservative network guys like share subscribe leave us a review share this with people who either agree with us or you feel need to be woken up the only way that we are will be able to win is to change hearts and minds that's how these people operate people who are asleep need to be woken up they need to be done through sharing sharing is caring so for that make sure you wash your hands and don't let fear take your freedom happy